Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... It's not too late for COVID to completely ruin the season. Welcome to a Dan Snyder's Days Are Numbered edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actually hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Guys, I'm going to the game this week. Time to beat some football team ass and catch Omicron at the same time, baby. Let's do it. Uh, With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, the Chiefs play in Los Angeles tonight. Does that mean anything to you? I'm excited. I don't think it's tonight. It's tomorrow night for those well, people who care, right? The podcast, podcast will day, be coming whatever. out who cares? on Who Thursday. cares? Because news is going to come out between now and then that's going to make us look like fools if we're not honest with people. <laughs> that yeah, that's is true. Extre- that's extremely true. Uh, hey, uh, as always, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson with us. Jamel. Why'd the team allow Dallas to bring their own stupid benches on their sideline? <sighs> Too much respect for money in this league is what I mm. say. Now, what are we going <laughs> to do? Are we going to send our non-heated benches there? Our regular metal middle school benches that we use? You should, uh, you should have Taylor Heineke grab those scissors he found on the field and take them to the game. Just hold them out in front of you the whole game. <laughs> Be intimidating. That'll intimidate the Eagles. Just poke Jalen Hurts with the scissors. Oh yeah, that's true. God. You can only get yeah. a roughing call once. FedEx field is falling apart. The Washington football franchise seems to be falling apart. We'll get to that. Um, the news has been crazy this morning. I mean, all the Browns players have COVID. People are talking about moving games. Uh, I don't, I'm sure we'll touch on all this stuff, but uh, I guess let's just start with Danny. Danny, what'd you hate about watching football this week? I mean, it's pretty obvious at this point that we all must hate it. It's the COVID list. I hate the COVID list this week. And I know that we yeah. have to have it. I get that to literally save people's lives and not just people on the field, but everybody involved in the sport of football and beyond people in the crowd, people at their workplaces. I get why it's necessary to stop the spread, but it's become a fucking time bomb. It could go off at any moment, any point in the week, up until you see your players actually out on the field for the coin toss, it could happen. You have to listen closely to every rap sheet video to hear if it's tested positive or in the protocol, even though sometimes these hit coaches say one thing when they mean another, so you don't know. And now that it's winter and there's Omicron, it's like the last level of Minesweeper where it's nearly all bombs. Bombs that can blow up your season. 
or your fantasy team or your prop bets. You can never feel safe. I hate to say this, but I think we have to let the anti-maxers, maskers and anti-vaxxers win. I think we do. I think we have to scrap the whole thing and just say, fuck it. The playoffs or anything goes. Because, I mean, I, I believe in the science and that the protocols are there to keep us all safe, but it's a quality of life issue now. Donald Trump basically allowed a new way to die to enter into the world. And we just have to live our lives until we come face to face with it. And the Roganites are going to have a big parade to celebrate their being right over us and evil Dr. Fauci. And it's going to be a big party where they spit into their kids' mouths and shoot grenade launchers into the air. And we're just going to have to sit there, masks on, and take it. Because the truth is, I want to enjoy clean football more than I want to live. (laughs) So you're saying you would rather die than see like a Jordan Love, Blaine Gabber, NFC championship game. It's just... There's too many little rules about like, oh, this guy was a close contact, but he can't come in for three days. And, you know, this test was positive on Tuesday, but now it's negative. We're talking about move. We've talked about this before the podcast. We're talking about moving games to Tuesdays and Wednesdays so we don't have to see, you know, uh, uh, Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco. I I mean, they're not going to be able to do that in the playoffs. There's too much money flying around. Things are set in stone. My schedule is set in stone. I can't worry about what day the game is going to be on. I just need the football that we had in 2019 to reappear any means necessary. I mean, the Rams proved you can still win after you get fucked by this thing. I mean, they went to Arizona, beat the best team in the league with a lot of their really good players kind of out. So... You know, we want to watch the teams at full strength. And also, you know, they've had these heavy protocols for the vaccinated players and the unvaccinated players have their own separate weight. How about if you're vaccinated and you have the virus for the fifth time or whatever, it's like, at what point can you just play? Because Kevin Stefanski, the Browns coach, I'm pretty sure he missed a game last year. He is vaccinated. He now has it again. He's going to miss this week. It's just like, I don't know how many more times he can go through this without, and each time he's saying, I'm completely, I feel completely normal. I am protected against this virus. I'm doing everything I can. It's a tough fucking call. Jamel. But then we're, you know, we're creating a cast, we're we're creating a cast system with the two, with the vaccinated and unvaccinated. So the unvaccinated people cry. Yes. Can't have that. Sorry. Go ahead, Jamel. That's fine. Oh, I have nothing to say. Hmm. Well, Jamel is unvaccinated, so. That's the thing about me, <laughs> is I'm actually on the wrong side of history right now. He's he's immunized. Well, I think I think at this point, the, uh, the Johnson yeah, & Johnson vaccine, the, the Johnson Johnson counts as just immunized. You're not vaccinated. Yeah, no. I got a booster, and then they... Um, they wouldn't let me in Staples Center. What? One time. Yeah. Uh, what? Got the booster. Got a Pfizer booster because I wanted it to match my. Yeah, I wanted it to match my jacket. People are saying, "Yeah, mix and match." It's like, you know, going to Red Lobster. 
get a few different things. And so I do. And then, you know, we're going to a game and I pull out my original vaccine card. I don't have a fucking passport. I'm a real American. I'm not, it's not going to be on my fucking newfangled smart device. I pull it out and this lady's like, how come your shit doesn't match? And I'm like, uh, well, Dr. Fauci said that this was chill. And she was like, I don't think I can't let you in with this. And I was what? like, what are you talking about? But then I did eventually. It's just she like this lady had to call her manager over like three different people looked at my vax card and asked why my shit didn't match. And I was like, if this was fake, why would I make it look so fake? Right. <laughs> and also, Why would I just write in bullshit like this? As Danny mentioned, the J&J one, uh, everybody says is the lowest rung. So you went ahead and boosted up a few levels. You, you Now yeah. Pfizer protected. So they should salute you for that. Not they shouldn't say you have to stick to the worst one. Like that's just crazy. Nah, but it and it it did make me feel like basketball is dumb. Danny, you'll be happy to know. As it was happening, mm. I was like, "What the fuck is basketball? Why are we indoors? If this was a fucking Raiders game, they'd let me fucking walk in with spit dripping out of my mouth." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's it's almost a case of too much wokeness. We're there uh, now. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much more we need to get into that, Jamel. Yeah, I don't think. So. What did you hate about watching football this week? Um, I feel like maybe I said this in season one, but who cares? Uh, I hate <laughs> that everybody decided that they don't need knee pads anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that? Who was did that first? Was it like Merton Hanks? Was it like Deion After Sanders? One of these DBs, some skill player was just like, you know what? I could shave 0.3 seconds off my 40 time if I don't care if my kneecap gets cracked in half. And then Almost. everyone agreed that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know any, I can't imagine any player right now that wears knee pads or thigh pads. No. No well, player. Pads, yes. Yeah, there's a few tiny there's thigh few. pads. They've made the thigh pads smaller. No one needs them. Yet people are blowing up their knees. Every other game, someone gets their knee blown up. But I don't need knee pads because it's got nothing to do with that. It's slowing me down. I'm here Jumeau, to play my best. Jamal, you remember when we were playing, not only were there the enormous knee pads and enormous thigh pads, bigger than either your knee or your thigh, we wore a girdle. <laughs> we put a girdle on ourselves with yep. hip pads, butt pads, and a cup. You were just fucking was a pad 360. Over your asshole. Yes. Really? There was a yeah. Yes. Is it so is no one could I, enter? Is, is that what it was? Yeah. I mean, is that yeah, happening? Yeah. I understand that the knee, the exposed knee is a problem. This is one of the knee hitness sports there is, but yeah. getting hit in the butt. I mean, how often does that knock a player you out? You would be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. And there were. Uh, say that to Mark Sanchez. He had weigh ins. Um, not not once you got to high school, but in the in the earlier like Pop Warner and uh, Pee Wee days, you had weigh-ins, 
and they would check to make sure you had all of this gear on. <laughs> so you couldn't even get by without wearing the butt pad or the hip pads. And then guys would get back extenders. Guys would have cowboy collars. It was like a fucking night going into battle. And now these dudes just free balling it. I love when Dan gets excited about pads. <laughs> is the butt pad, is having a butt pad, is that, that's more, that's homophobic. Butt pads is homophobia. Probably I think a little butt bit. Pad is the acknowledgement you're about to get pancaked. There's no other reason to have a butt pad other than you're going to land hard on your ass because somebody just drove you into the ground. I don't know. I, I feel like it's sort of evolved in the same way that, that, I mean, to bring it back, that COVID is going to, you know, 20 years ago, we're overprotected. We're worried about everybody's knees and their backs and their arms. And then we realize, fuck it, people are getting hurt anyway. Let's just let them free I was going to say free ball again because it's really the only great word there, but yeah. free everything, free the nipple, free the knee. Uh, and now we're going to do the same thing with COVID. Ten years from now, people are going to be just coughing on each other on the field, saying, fuck it, if I get sick, I get sick. I'm out for three games. That's the whole thing. It's like we have this miracle cure, the vaccine. It works really well. <laughs> and most of the people in this league have it more than in general society. So, you know, these athletes, I think, are in pretty good position to to make these calls a couple of years down the line now that we have a little bit more information on but how this is going to affect People don't want to be protected, them. Dan. People don't want to people don't want big daddy government to tell them what they can do to their bodies and what not. If I want to kill myself, I'm an American and I'm allowed to do that. That's fine. That's great. You know, that's true. We did try to help those guys and pull them up, um, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to run through a couple bullet points of uh, what I hated. Uh, COVID being back was one of them, so I could skip that. Uh, Urban Meyer, let's just touch on him for a second. Mm. I know this season's been thoroughly enjoyable and hilarious, and now it's been leaked that <laughs> he challenged his coaching staff by, like, calling them all losers. I mean, who do you think he is? Donald Trump? Like, this is Trumpian language uh, that Urban Meyer is trying to, is that is he trying to like, you know, light a fire under their ass or make them quit? I cannot tell. Um, He's trying to get fired. Is he? Because Shad Khan is coming to his defense just being like, this is our guy. I, and Urban keeps saying him and Shad have this great relationship and they're in each other's office every day. I have... My, Shad Khan just might be a terrible judge of character because they have brought in some real idiots into that. <laughs> I don't know. Or, or I mean, think about the biggest torture you could you could exact upon someone who wants to get fired. Keep them on board, baby. You got to keep coaching the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Just a punishment worse than death. Yeah, we've oh, all won. had jobs where someone was trying to get fired and couldn't. Yes. Good point. Like, man, uh, you, okay, fuck hey. you, dude. You want to get fired? You're going to have to keep taking customer service calls <laughs> until you die. Uh, kind of touch on him, too. Dan Snyder. Uh, it's also come out this week entirely unsurprisingly that he has attempted to thwart, to squash, 
to silence this investigation against him and his his franchise. I mean, it's pretty clear that this guy is going to stop at nothing, right? To protect himself and everybody around him. Like, when is he gone? When is Goodell going to step in and just be like, Dan Snyder has to go? When? It's really all the other all the other owners have to vote on it, right? If you're going to kick out an owner, if you're going to push someone out, it's got to be all the other owners in unison. And I feel like at least a couple out of the other 31 of these owners have sort of the same things going on underneath the surface that they don't want out. Sure. Dan Snyder must have his finger on the button or something. It's happened in the NBA too. The Suns owner kind of has this kind of heat on him as well. And then Jamel, what's the latest on that? Did it just kind of go away after a few weeks? Well, the team's good, so no one cares what he does. Yeah, Damn. That's tough. I mean, the the Washington football team... Washington football team still in the playoff hunt. But isn't that, oh no, I was going to say, isn't that why Donald Sterling kind of had got ousted is because the team finally got good? But no, it's because that lady no. with the visor recorded him. Yeah. And it was their worst season. In the middle of the good, of the good run. In the middle of years, they were having a bad season and they got him out of there. Mm-hmm. Here's <laughs> the just time. some advice. Some advice if you want to take somebody down, if you really want to defeat a rich man, tapes, you need tapes, anything short of tapes, any kind of like 300 page report on misconduct, get that shit out of here. That's never going to last in the public. You need tapes. You need someone saying things on tape or on video. Otherwise, it never happened. Not wrong. Didn't work with Donald Trump. I mean, I, maybe it just wasn't explicit enough, but um, we had a yeah, few so tapes. People liked it. People loved yeah. the tapes that we did get on Donald Trump. It's, I mean, we just discovered something about America, which I guess we already knew back in the Clinton era, which is any kind of like fucking that you're doing, you get a free pass for that. We're not, we're not condemning people to uh, a life outside of politics just because they're fucking around anymore. That, that is over. You can have any kind of sex you want. So maybe we're more unless sexually with Hillary Clinton. Unless, maybe we're more <laughs> sexually free and liberated uh, than we think we are. If you're a man, yes. Oh, um, for sure. If you're a man, you can do anything. You can, you can take a shit on someone. You can have someone shit on you. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying this in any derogatory I mean, way. Well, maybe you. I am. But I if say, if like sorry. Go ahead. No, you. Well, I think you were going to say something similar. Like, if Nancy, if we found out Nancy Reagan got gang banged in the White House, would she get canceled for that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know anymore. America's pretty. Well, crazy. I was going to say, it seems like she's getting drug for being sexually free and liberated before she was married yeah. to to Ronald. Yeah, I. I don't want to spend too, but <laughs> I am too horny as a person. Like, I know for a fact that Nancy Reagan is the devil. Yeah. The devil. People dying. Communities literally up in flames. And she's on TV with fucking Webster talking about say no to drugs. (laughs) It's just everyone in the hood dies in the 80s. And then I see one report that she used to suck people off. And I'm like, damn, I wish I was there. I, I ain't get none. So if you had a time machine, you're going back to Nancy Reagan's office? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going back. <laughs> Change a lot of history. I'm sliding past every war and I'm going right to her <laughs> office. Okay. Step aside, uh, last Hitler. Thing I... <laughs> yeah, please. Hold on. I got a big um, uh, brunch date. <laughs> uh, last thing for me that I hated, and this one is tough for me to reach this conclusion. Chris and Al. You know, I think Sunday Night Football, this announcing team, is past its prime. Well past its prime. We haven't really touched on the announcers this year. Monday Night Football is so bad that they just give you an alternate stream because they're like, we know it sucks. Here's the Manning brothers. Sunday Night Football used to be the one. It's between, you know, Joe and Troy and Chris now. And Chris and I don't know what's going on with these guys. Al is senile and is just doesn't seem to be following the game. And Chris, well, just hypes up anybody. It's kind of because they get to spend like, you know, an hour with the whoever the quarterback of the team is like the Saturday before the game. So he's just like Ben Roethlisberger still got a fire in his eye. This guy really cares and all this stuff. And it's every week he's doing this. He just feels special because he gets to hang out with Ben. It's. That's Chris's only move is just sucking off whoever the quarterback of the bad no, team is that's on Sunday night. He's got his other move is saying he's never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. About two or three times a game. I ain't never seen four people on a block on a screen play. <laughs> I've never seen a 60 yard in all my years in the booth. <laughs> I've never seen someone throw a 60 yard touchdown pass. Yeah. Like, so um, what? He also I, be, his other move. Yeah. His other move is he calls everyone big. Everyone who's not like a t- like a five nine wide receiver. He's like big John Runyon. He's always calling <laughs> someone big. Yeah, I. Uh, that used to be the one. Those got that was the dream team. You know, Al's the 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 god of this thing, and then Chris is a pretty good compliment. And Sunday night football used to feel special. They're just getting on my nerves at this point. I put on the Lakers on a smaller screen and listened to those announcers instead of the Sunday night guys because they were getting on my nerves. That's how far it's come. I'm listening to fucking December basketball announcing. They were having more fun. Mm. I mean, Sorry. Al's old. It's, 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 it's over. I'm saying the magic's yeah. gone. They had it for a while. I don't know who has the title now. I think it's probably Joe and Troy, but it's because they're consistent. Troy sucks. Consistently boring. Yeah. Troy's a Cowboys (laughs) homer. You should be disgusted even having said that. I am. It's it's obviously Kevin Harlan. I don't know why they don't give him all of these assignments. Kevin Harlan should be the the, the play-by-play man for every single game if he can somehow pull that off. Well, you know, that's how it goes. Whoever's actually the best is under contract with someone who's not the best. CBS. Yeah, because I like Ian yeah. Eagle too. I like Ian. I like Spiro even. Give me some give, give me a Spiro game. I'm into that. If we're playing the Dolphins or some shit. Akeem Talib too. I mean, he was uh up and comer rising in the ranks, and then is he still consistently doing games? it doesn't feel like it. Lions games, Probably. I think. It's all yeah. Lions and Jets. That's the it's the dregs. Um, but you need to do that for a first season, I think, or first and a half. Right. 
Um, okay, let's move on to, um, hey, it's fantasy playoffs for most fantasy leagues. And so we thought we'd check in with the state of our fantasy teams. I know we have a bunch of them. Um, Danny and I had one of the great back and forth battles for a final playoff spot in our uh, work league. And I don't know how we want to <laughs> present this information, but it was, it's an all-timer. It was one of the great matchups. Jamel even got caught up in the whirlwind. He had nothing to do with it. He quit the league last year. This guy's, you know, hanging on every play of the Monday night game more than I was. But uh, I did watch it all. Let's talk about the state of our fantasy football teams. I'm sure you're in multiple leagues, so it's not all bad. Hopefully there's some good in there. It's not all bad. It was a bad weekend. Obviously, that's a spoiler alert for how our matchup uh, ended up. But I'll, I'll say that, you know, to preface this, we were two five and eight teams. <laughs> jockeying for sixth place in a 10-team league. Uh, Both of our teams, I mean, Dan might want to paint his team differently now that he's won and that he's in the playoffs, but he he had a pile of dog shit going into the game. I had a bunch of underachievers, just guys who, I mean, it was the all underachieving team. It it, It was James Robinson, and A.J. Brown on the bench, and inconsistent-ass Justin Herbert, and Ezekiel Elliott, folks. This is one, we've discussed it. I, up until this last week, I was like, okay, I didn't, I had the third pick in the draft. I picked Zeke over Derrick Henry. It actually turned out to be a great move because Derrick Henry was hurt for the year. Nope, because if Derrick Henry was my draft pick, I probably would have had enough wins by now to get into the playoffs and reform my team somehow. Zeke cost me enough small margin wins early in the season that I was 5-8, and eight, both of us 5-8 and eight going into this game, my team a bag of scrubs. We start out, it's Thursday, I'm feeling good. Greg Joseph hits 13 points. Yep. Jalen Hurts is on a bye. I had traded Dan Jalen Hurts. He has to start Lamar. Guess what happens to Lamar Jackson? One point gets hurt instantly. He's out of there. Nope. It's over. No coming back from no coming back from that, right? I got the text. I got the text early on Sunday that it was over, that I had won, congratulating me. Uh, and then a bunch of bullshit happens. Kamara <laughs> and CEH go off for some CEH has two touchdowns for Dan's yeah. team. James Robinson shits the bed as usual, but the Chiefs defense, 24 points. So we're neck and neck still. Then Justin Herbert starts going off. I'm feeling good, but Javante Williams gets a touchdown or six. Jamar Chase, he's doing nothing until the second half. Suddenly he gets two touchdowns. I'm losing. But Dawson Knox, baby, catches a touchdown. The smoke clears in Sunday Night Football. We're tied. It's all up to the Green Bay defense versus DeAndre Hopkins. Green Bay defense getting shelled by Justin Fields until he throws a fucking pick six. Then they get shelled some more, and I'm only down seven points. Unfortunately, Matt Nagy's a fucking idiot. And the Bears decide they're going to go for the the score, get the onside kick, and let Justin Fields throw a fucking pick. We got a sack, too. In a sack, now I need 30, 13 points from DeAndre Hopkins on Monday night. We all know how that ended up. 75 missed shots to the end zone to him. 
It's the fourth quarter. They do a bunch of razzle dazzle with the, they get a fucking onside kick, but instead of a miracle, it's jack shit. It's straight butt. My team He's was not even butt on the field. From the start. Just butt. The whole thing was stinky cheese ass from start to finish. This entire season was ass. So mad about it. I'll have to live with Dan getting his ass kicked by every other team in the playoffs. He's gonna be. He's not even gonna be in the consolation game, guaranteed, because he sucks. Okay. But my other team, I'm the two. I'm the two seed, baby. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go fantasy, guys. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I wonder if you know generals of war would send each other messages conceding early in battle. <laughs> I don't know how many messages Danny and I sent back and forth. Like, all right, man, congrats. You got this one. You know, it's over. Fuck this. You know, Danny uh, buried the the Monday saga of Jalen Ramsey getting COVID. And then oh, we were sure. just thinking yeah. D-Hop's going to go off. You know, because oh, I'm yeah. sending all these texts of, you know, hope uh, D-Hop is packing flip-flops for when he gets to go to Ramsey Island. Ramsey doesn't even play. So everything is kind of – the lead-up looks like Hopkins is going to have a nice game. And he would have gotten it if Ramsey played. That's the sick. It feels part. like that. I know. I know. It's so strange. I, it's you think that you have a hand in it. You think that you make decisions that turn the tide. But really, it's fate. Fate, the icy cold hand of fate coming up <laughs> your butt crack and and torturing you, really. Just uh just until you finally collapse in a, a pile of your own mediocrity and that's what happened i just had i had my team stank i made all the wrong decisions from the beginning but even if i didn't fate was just gonna find a way to fuck me um yeah it, it was torturous too that monday night because the game script kind of called for arizona to throw the ball all second half they must have thrown to Hopkins like five times in the end zone and it just never happened. He comes down hard at the end on his back and then just doesn't come back into the game after they get the onside kick. When they got that onside kick, I was like, he's going to fucking catch like a 30 yard pass right now and for sure win. And oh, any it was touchdown. agonizing. I touched it. We were agonizing because the, the whole D-Hop had D-Hop had five points, any touchdown from anywhere on the field would have won this matchup for me and D hops not even in the game. So as you can imagine, glorious evening for me, uh, you know, I'm proud of my guys. My guys battled all season long, you know, no one wants to hear this, but it's a next man up philosophy. (laughs) All the way. (laughs) You know, Lamar goes down Packers step up. Uh, Yeah. You know, I'm just proud of Jamel. State of your fantasy team. Uh, dude, my team is in the Toyota Tankathon. I'm, Ooh, the I'm figuring out how to sell these guys in real life. We're in the we we dude, I went two and fucking twelve. Oh man. It was a disaster. I stopped checking fucking lineups three, four weeks ago. But I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't fucking, I didn't blow it up. I didn't do a fucking fire sale. I didn't mm. give my best players to my friends. Fuck my friends. You get to all watch Jonathan Taylor get 50 points a week on my bench <laughs> while you fucking assholes 
fucking change your lineups like you're fucking Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind and win your little dumbass fantasy number games. Did the vultures come swooping though? Hey man, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, there was what, what's it gonna there take? There was some email. Here's what's gonna here's what it's gonna take. You're gonna have to get spice girl surgery and come suck me off. That's what it's gonna take. Which spice girl? Any take your pick, preferably baby, but mm. shut up, just do it. Get it done. Yeah. Damn. What if it's what, what if it's Mel C though? Mel C? Oh, then that's fire. Look, Mel C. Or I mean, John Taylor. Spice, that's a hit. I have no problem with that. I All mean, right, any make sporty. That my power rankings go. Yeah. Probably ginger, scary, sporty Whoa. baby. Posh is last. Posh is last. No shit. That's really. Crazy. I mean, that's she married the at the tippity top. Of, yeah, I know of, she did. Manhood. She's a very attractive woman, but I'm talking about who is going to suck my wee wee the best. Mm. Right, right. And it can't That's be a good her. point. Well, it's probably Somebody named Posh. Sporty, then. I mean, yeah. Sporty for sure is going to do the best yeah. job. I mean, she Stand already out. has her hair in a ponytail. Yeah. She knows she's last in <laughs> she most people's said. power rankings. That's fair. That's all I'm going to make up for it somehow. Yeah. Um, That's what I put in the middle of the pack. And so the commissioner of, of whatever this league is, I think he understands the Spice Girls wheeling and dealing, right? He would under he would have to okay this trade. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, my friend in Fairfax who owns the Spice Girls, I, I'm like, no, who no, is no. in charge of the Spice Girls? That's not what you said, though. It's not get a oh. Spice Girl. It's your friend in the league get Spice oh. Girl surgery. Yeah, he's going to Thailand and he's getting it done. <laughs> Damn, That's I didn't realize the state of Jamel's fantasy football team would lead us to Spice Girl surgery, but here we are. Yeah, um, I was like, space. I was like, state of the fantasy team. We'll get to talk about players. It'll be, you know, we'll talk about the matchup. No. It'll be a way. It, it's a way to kind of talk about football for in a fun way. No, nope, no football for the last ten minutes. You know what's not a fantasy. These three ads in succession. Wilder vs. Fury. Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Electric personalities that produced big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no different. So don't miss out on the action and bet the fight with my bookie. You can bet on the race war at my bookie. My bookie has the best odds and prop bets for Paul Woodley too. And you can start doubling your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand dollar brills using promo code sports drink, all one word. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley two happening six months too early at my bookie. As much as we'd all love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch and he's sure, or as he's sure to be the favorite. We love white fights. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to a grand using promo code sportsdrink 
Head to my bookie today, place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch this grunge match get settled with Paul vs. Woodley 2. Bet anything, anytime, anywheres with my bookie. Oh, I think I'll do that. You gonna do that? I think I'll do that. Well, I got some other shit you might want to do. We got a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. It ain't that new. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks and every team. Every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters. Shit, I might get on it after this. this. I don't know. I've been meaning to lose some money. Who have started to invest in their favorite teams? Visit www.simbull.com. That's com. To create a free account and when you deposit, make sure to use promo code SD, two letters, SD, San Diego, stand up to make your deposit risk-free visit symbol.com and use the promo code sd and your deposit will be risk-free we don't like risks we only like deposits that means even if you lose money symbol will refund your initial deposit no questions asked join symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams or least favorite yeah bet, bet to see the world burn Symbol? Sounds mm-hmm. simple. <laughs> Daniel Hardigan, you spitting. Yo. This motherfucker spitting. And uh, speaking of spitting, you can really spit some facts on Spotify Green Room. Ooh. It's a sick Deciembre on Spotify Green Room. This is the live audio only sports talk platform free to download free to use talk to me other fans athletes insiders in real time dan hardigan's on there right now it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns reacting to breaking news share your own experiences on this app you bet on the jake paul fight on my bookie you track it live on spotify green room it's free we love it one time me and Rob Hayes got on the app and, and we helped a 20-year-old boy navigate his relationship. His girlfriend's dad left him in a parking lot and we talked him through it. It's Spotify Green Room. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free in the iOS app store, any Google Play store, all the stores. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the league. Any groups. Follow me at Jugman703 to be notified when my room goes live. And we'll be going live on Spotify Green Room Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Come with your spiciest takes, bitch. Say we won't go live. It's week 15. And there's no more bye weeks. That means we have way more games to preview. Way more games to... Enter into <laughs> enter into our picks. Uh, by the way, Jamel, you did win something. You won the picks again this last week. Uh, Jamel went He's twelve back. and two. Twelve Cut and get the two. Fuck out of here. Let's go. Just when Dan thought he was gaining control of the picks, I went. Fuck that was terrible. Off. Terrible week. You I went eight ass. and six. 
Danny, Danny went. You tried 11. your best. Danny I'm did well. Irrelevant. I have no chance no. of winning. Danny Unless Jamel has a big collapse. I need to, we need to deliberately pick against every pick Jamel had. And that is going to make no sense because Jamel yeah. has to start picking more chalk to protect his lead. Hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, so the season rankings right now, Jamel is at 130 and 79. Uh, I am second place at 121 and 88. Danny's right behind me at 120 and 89. So we're both pretty much 10 games behind Jamel. Let's get into it. Thursday night, Chiefs at Chargers, probably the game of the week. Um, Danny, why aren't you going to this game? I know we talked about this uh, well before the season started, and obviously I wouldn't have been able to go. So you would have had to bring, you know, Michael Wiley or something instead of uh, for my ticket. So, yeah, what are you feeling about this game? This is you could just really knock knock the charge. This is for first place. Yeah, I mean, I I can't go to the game because it's our holiday party at Ridiculousness, which neither of you two current and former Ridiculousness employees will be attending. Um, Luckily, I just got one of my good friends hired. And, and I'm now his boss, so I'm going to take him. Hey, going to take him yep. to the party, introduce him to everyone in person because it's all Zoom now, and he needs to learn who everybody's faces are with their names. And we're going to have a grand old time. We're going to eat all the sliders that you guys missed out on. Uh, I do miss the sliders. That's true. But it is a problem because this this holiday party starts at eight, and Chiefs game five thirty. So I'm going to have to watch as much Chiefs game as possible and then hightail it over there, try to get in front of a TV for the last 30 minutes. Hopefully they're not suspenseful. I believe that the Chargers are a decent team. and They're not the trash that we've been up against the last couple weeks from our division. I think I was very confident about the Raiders. Clearly that was justified. Same goes for the Broncos. You know, our defense is good. Can it keep Justin Herbert down forever? Probably not. Is our offense going to revert back to the shitty version of itself that we had even against the Broncos that wasn't that good? And, you know, the last time we played the Chargers, we threw four picks. That said, we're going to win this by a thousand points. And I'm picking the Chargers. As usual, (laughs) picking the Chargers, that's going to be, that's, that's the difference in the game is me picking against the Chiefs. That's what's going to propel the Chiefs to victory again. Yeah, I mean, the story of the Chiefs is the defense. I mean, they've been lights out for like two months now. So uh, this is their biggest challenge since they've started playing lights out. Um, Be interesting to see how this all goes. Uh, Jamal, who are you picking? Are you putting your hard hat on? No, no, I'm going with the Chiefs. They're not going to get swept by the Chargers. That's crazy. I, I will say just to add on, it's uh, it's it is the defense, but specifically Chris Jones, and we might not yeah. have Chris Jones yeah. because of the fucking motherfucking COVID nineteen list. Luckily, the Chargers also are maybe going to be without their left tackle, so it evens out kind of. Well, the thing about COVID and having to replace guys, the next man up mentality works for every position but quarterback. Yeah, sure. Whoever steps in will be inspired to play in the guy in front of him's honor and do his best, unless it's the quarterback in which they would look like shit. So you're good, I think. 
I mean, anything can happen too. I mean, Patrick Mahomes could be, you know, could have could have shared a fucking sandwich platter with Chris Jones on Sunday after the game and and be out, and we won't find out about it until Thursday at six p.m. when the an hour into the game or some fucking ludicrous bullshit like that. It's just too scary. You could lose anybody. I'm 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 refreshing Twitter over and over again just to make sure Shefty doesn't bomb the crap out of us. It's great. I remember the closest we came last year was Des Bryant was like warming up with the Ravens and they just pulled him off the field like five minutes before game time. That yeah. was the closest to an in-game like COVID like uh, jailed sentence that we've seen. And I'm expecting that. I do think that at some point they're just going to yank somebody in the like at halftime. Sorry, you got That's a bad the problem. test. Problem with the Thursday um, game too is that everything is on a tight, tighter schedule. So any little injury, any little issue like this, it's it's a, a problem for the game itself. Uh, but yeah, give me the Chargers, and you know what I mean. Chiefs for Chiefs for Jamal and I. Hey, uh, I got good news and bad news, and it's the same news. Saturday football is here. Saturday, <laughs> ten a.m. Raiders at Browns. <laughs> Guys, we're in the Saturday portion of the season. Beginning uh, of hey, the David end. Carr said, David Carr said, you're telling me there's a chance. We have four AFC teams that we played, two in the division. It's not going to be easy, but you're telling me we have a chance. That's all that matters. Just win, baby. The motto's back. <laughs> Derek How Carr has believes. He been there? He's been there eight years? Something like that. How? don't know but they're playing this browns team that basically is going to have to have like Airbud playing at wide receiver <laughs> i just hope david david carr gets 10 years so then they make a commemorative patch mm. 10 years of Derek carr i survived 10 years of Derek yeah, Carr. right there they're gonna take off al davis's name <laughs> Jamel, you are speaking ill of your future quarterback. I, I think I've Ooh. pinned him to you guys several times this season. I think he that's the bill exactly. so well. Oh, he is he is showing up day one for the Washington football team to ruin your life. He is gonna push He's Taylor done. Heineke, a much more talented and exciting player comparatively, off to the bench. Please Ooh. don't. Oh no. He's exactly Shouldn't we have learned now? No. You're you're gonna hear That's... you're gonna hear your GM calling him a winner, a proven winner. You're gonna you're gonna have your your beat guys talking about that season in 2017 where they won 12 games. Hey, JP Finley, stop! Don't do it. Just don't um, write it, man. And then you know. For the Browns, they have Case Keenum, who's better than Baker Mayfield, so that's good. But then their coach is out, so I don't know how it how that balances out. And um, their left tackle and Jarvis Landry, their and safety, their, and Kareem Hunt. I mean, everybody. It out is for the Browns. it is going to be a weird ass game, but weird ass games take the under on weird ass games always. It's going to be like a 20, uh, tw- 20 to nineteen at at maximum. Who, who do you like? These are the two saddest teams in the league right now. The Browns, because everybody's out, and the Raiders, for obvious reasons. I'm picking the Raiders in this game. 
I you, you almost came close to saying it's the saddest team because the the Browns everyone's out or the Raiders because everyone's still in. Close. Not a good team. Mm. Can we say push yeah. on these? It's a push. A tie. Yeah, you want to call, call it a tie? tie? Yeah, let's call it tie. I'm I'm in fucking fuck it mode. Tie gives you what? Three points? Two points? Let's say. Let's call it three. Three. How about if the uh, game gets just canceled? Does that count? No, mm. because that's, that's going to happen at some point. To some, I mean, yeah, they we could say, but yeah, canceling the game, it's not a fun bet. A tie. That's worth Jamel? it. Well, I'll take the Raiders. Wow. Wow. Danny could have just said Browns. Maybe got a free point. All right, Browns. Whoa. <laughs> no tie. Because you know what? I don't think the Browns, I really don't think the Browns are going to win this game. They have nobody. I mean, at least the Raiders have people. I, I'm, the jokes aside, they've got their starting defensive players against backup O-line. Whatever. Give me the tie. Okay. Hey, Patriots at Colts. Saturday night game. More Saturday football. Good game, too. Patriots at Colts. How you feeling? Do you miss Carson Wentz yet? No. Not at all. Okay. Legitimately you not. Okay. Okay. It's not because of lack of skill. He's the prototype. He's his size is perfect. He's got a cannon. He's athletic. He seems to care, but he's gonna always make the worst turnover you've ever seen in your life. Backbreaking stuff. So you can't trust that guy. I'm um, going with the Colts. I am too. How about actually. that? I'm going with the Colts as well. I I hope they win because that would be great. I mean, put the Chiefs in the top spot. Everybody's talking about how great the Patriots are. It's annoying. Jonathan Taylor is is a beast. It's a force of nature. He could maybe slice through that hot Patriots D. But if you're going to give me free free points around here, you know, I'll take the Pats. Please. Um, Everyone gets a chance on Sorry We Love Footballs. Yeah, the Pats coming off their bye week. This is the type of team that can beat them, though. If the Colts just, their play calling is right, just run the ball. Do what the Patriots do. Like, this is kind of like a mirror match in some ways. Just kind of a flawed quarterback, good running game, solid defense. But it's in a dome, so I'll just give it to the Colts. All right, let's get to Sunday. Cowboys at Giants. The real sad, saddest two teams in the league are the Jets and the Giants. So. Cowboys. Yeah. It's the Cowboys. Next. Hope they put their bench in the middle of the field. I mean, it's it's because uh, we're going to have to keep seeing Mike Glennon. I would, there's a, a ghost of a chance if you've got Daniel Jones in the game, and that's that's hard to say, but Mike Glennon just sucks out loud. Hey, here's another fun one. Texans at Jags. How do you pick this game? <laughs> so one bad. team, Texans. one of the, yeah, Texans. I think because one team is in is in, you know, disarray. Is is you know they hate each other. They're you know, like later seasons of real world drunk, like screaming matches in the in the common room, and then one team is just bad. Is just untalented. And uh, I, I think you always got to go with less talent over less sanity. 
Okay. Um, let's see. Who'd you pick? Next. Oh, I'm picking the Texans. Not okay, picks. Come on. All right, well, then give me the Jags. I'm clawing my wow. way back. I didn't say Texans, did I? Maybe I did. I don't know how, what the rule is. I just assumed. All right, I, this so. is such a bad pick. Texans. Give me the Texans again. What? Oh, my. Danny. Indecision. Texans. Uh, okay. Cu- I'm, Texans so, I'm 10 points down. All right. Next up, we got Titans at Steelers. Uh, the Steelers. That hilarious. Chase Claypool was hilarious at the end of that other game where he was celebrating with the clock running. Probably, uh, you can't say it cost him the game, but it definitely cost him like a play or two. Cost him like 10 seconds. Um, you know. Had the Steelers won, they'd be seven five and one. Instead, they're six six and one. Uh, so they're in last place of the terrible AFC North, one of the worst divisions in football. I don't know who's going to win that. The Ravens are complete. Everybody's injured, and Lamar's hurt all the time. Uh, the Browns, as we've discussed, have COVID every week. The Steelers suck, but they have a they have Roth, and then who's the other team? I mean, the Bengals oh, are just children. Bengals. They're good. Yeah. They're, they're, they're childs. Like, yeah, they're just little kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Give me the Steelers in this game. I'm picking against the Titans for the rest of the season. I, I hate that team. I mean, I don't like them either, but I'm picking the Titans. I'm going to tighten up because Ben Roethlisberger should not be playing quarterback anymore. Yeah. Pretty good in that <laughs> second half. Uh, the so, Titans can whatever. be bad teams, and the Steelers are pretty bad, it seems like. And the Titans are kind of scary in the playoffs if Derrick Henry comes back. You want Titans? Titans. All right, next game, Tightening Jets and up. Dolphins. Yeah, Titans up. Tightening up. Jets and Dolphins. Dolphins. Oof, dolphins. That's just Dolphins, man. Dolphins have I'm the just longest winning put... streak in the league right now, in the past. Yeah, it's true. And Zach Wilson is just ungodly awful. I mean, I, I get that it's a rookie season. I don't know. I'm Maybe it's just been a while since I've had to suffer through a uh, – because we only just drafted Patrick Mahomes, and that was the only quarterback we've drafted in the last 30 years. I haven't had to put up with a shitty young quarterback season. So I don't have – a ton of, you know, leeway for these guys. If they look like they suck in the first season, it just feels like they suck. And Zach Wilson really looks like he sucks. I'm going to pick the Jets because I want to create some bad juju over the head of Tua Tungabailoa, who I'm playing against in my other fantasy league. Okay. You got your mouth. Oh, the Dolphins. What the fuck do you mean? Do you have any yeah, uh, analysis win. on this game? Um, Miami is a fun city. Uh, party in the city when the heat is on. All night uh, on the beach till the break of dawn. Hey, uh, next up, Washington football team travels to Philadelphia. I'll also be traveling to Philadelphia. I'm going to go to this game, and I'm going to cheer on my boys. Uh, these two teams are 6-7. and seven. This is a loser-leaves-town match. Uh, whoever loses this game their season's over uh, i would love to end jamel's season in person and celebrate with strangers um yeah jalen hurts is back we're coming off our bye week your team is beat up as shit <laughs> heineke is gonna play but that's only because kyle allen has covid 
<laughs> oh my god. I, I really know. wish this game didn't have to happen. Can we just wait a week? Do I sorry, really have to watch this? I'm picking the football team. Yeah. Stick it. Cause because my jinx shit stopped working last week. And now I don't care anymore. I being the, the I mean, because it's obvious what Dan's gonna do, so being the tiebreaker, I wanna pick a tie. Because that would be fun. I would this game could end a tie. But nobody, nobody has defeated Nick Sirianni after a bye when he's been the head coach. Thank so, you. You Great know, got to give it, got to give it to Nick Sirianni on this one. And the Jalen Hurts. Is this expressed. his first year as the coach? That's, yes. that's <laughs> you know, part of the stat. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> Bulletproof. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I refuse to pick Philly on this show. I'll pick any other team in the world. That's fine. I'm not picking Philly you did doing pick anything. The, I wouldn't. The Cowboys. Yeah, I wouldn't pick Philly's boogers, dude. I'm not doing it. Um, anything you want me to scream at the game, you guys? Any, any uh, requests while I'm on the ground at Lincoln Financial Field? Just say NFTs are bad. Okay. I think that. Yeah, so I, mean, I can say that. Anything from the uh, Dan Snyder report? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, just random report notes. Maybe I'll just I'll you could print get a funny out. sign. Get on TV. Oh yeah, you know, the Eagles. The um, Eagles are looking up the skirt of the NFC East. Something like that. Uh, first draft. That was a Nick first Sirianni. Yeah, Nick Sirianni loves his gay son, and it's me. And I just like have a son. Me, yeah. <laughs> the arrow points to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and another humiliation That's for him. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kit won't be attending. I'm taking a train by myself to this game. Uh, it's going to be quite quite an adventure. Uh, and then taking a train home right after the game. So why am I doing this? Is this worth it? Should I just watch it here? By my- yeah, but I have to go. It feels like I have to go. I have to make up for that Raiders loss that I attended earlier this season. So I'll be at that game. Okay, cards at Lions. Cards. I would also say cards. Cards. They're pretty mad. Cards need this. They need this one back. This is this is a good get right gets get right time. And the Lions need to keep losing. Oh yeah, you think it's it wasn't enough to uh, take Jared Goff down a peg? I just. What the hell was that? They just no showed in the biggest game of their of the season. I mean, pick the Lions, I didn't understand Howard. that game. There wasn't anything to understand. The Rams' defense was pretty good, and okay, yeah. So was Matt Stafford. All right, I'm picking the card yeah. as well. Let's move on. Uh, and that Panthers. white dude, that white dude was killing whoever their their white their one white defensive lineman was. He had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Panthers at Bills. Bills, Bills heartbreak loss. Yeah, they didn't Darius hand the ball Bills. off once in the in the entire first half. It was like the opposite of what Belichick did to them the week before. They just were like, "We're not running the ball whatsoever." Uh, just strange. The Bills have no running game. Josh Allen was a stud night in that Bucks game, though. But yeah, let's just say the Bills. I don't know. 
Yeah. Cam Josh is the Allen saddest is the running game. Williams. I'd be so happy if he found a way to win, win this game, but I'm not holding my breath. Panthers suck. Okay, Sunday, 1 p.m. afternoon games. Bengals at Broncos. I uh, saw a Bengals quote from uh, their head coach, Zach Taylor. He said, I don't think anybody wants to play us, quite frankly. So he's starting to talk some shit, even though they just keep losing games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was an interesting quote. I think they've lost a few in a row. Close ones. Yeah, it's close time. Scrappy. Oof, and the Broncos are okay, and but they're good at home. I'm gonna go Broncos. Broncos. I'm going uh, Bengals for sure on this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with them either. As well, I the Bengals. Uh, you know. There's something. There's something to it. It's it's year one of something. Who knows how far it could go? True. Yeah, I mean, I, I like all their skill guys. Um, the defense is make some plays. Okay, Falcons at Niners. Uh, you know, George Kittle. It's just fucking insane. Again, I'm tired of getting burned picking against this Niners team, so I have to pick the Niners. Yeah, I'm picking them too, even though I kind of like the Falcons again. Yeah. Aren't the Falcons like one game out? Like I told somebody, yeah, Yeah. they're going to get that. They're going to get that wild card spot. Uh, I mean, once you start believing in the Falcons, that's when the Falcons let you down. That's when they hurt you. That's why I'm picking the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. And I also am picking the Niners. I love the Niners now. Andrew Kungle, hope you're listening. Niners are my team. I got Eli Mitchell and George Kittle on my only alive fantasy uh, team season. So those guys have been great. I traded for both of Looks them like, late. Yeah. And I love them. Kittle, I was in San Francisco uh, earlier in the season when he was hurt. And all of his merch was just, just laying on the ground. Nobody, everybody assumed this man was dead and. He is back. I wonder if all those t-shirts sold finally. Are you picking the, a bunch of shit? You picked the Falcons, Jamal? That's insane. I'm picking the Niners. Okay. Okay. As I have you just gotta say something my you know. whole life. Okay. Uh Seahawks at Rams. Russell Wilson started to cook last week. He was pretty good. But they're five and eight. Wow. I don't know. A little late. It's a little late to, yeah. Everybody already ate. And yeah. Is he, yeah, I don't know what to say other than like, is he going to be a Seahawk next year? We could say the same shit over and over. The Rams appear to be back. Give me the Rams. Yeah, Ram it. Yeah, Rams. I think, I think Russ is going to be somewhere else next season. That's a conversation for one of these days. Now, you know, why wouldn't he be the guy in DC? Oh, I don't think he'll love the culture there. It's very ungodly. Oh, he just won't want to. Yeah, yeah. But we've got some great mega churches. Black ones. Ciara doesn't like DC. Which is insane. Well, we did. I feel like DC really got on the she's a man train. 
Remember right. that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was also, I was in like, you know, middle school or whatever, but we really got behind that. So maybe there's something there. Did you push back or did you just kind of let it happen? I just kind of let it happen. I'm like, I haven't seen her privates. Yeah. Neither of you, none of you guys have. But That's I guess you, you guys know better than I. She's no Spice Girls. That's true. She's only one girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Last uh, afternoon game, Packers at Ravens. Jamel and I discussed going to this game. Not going to happen. Flirted with Probably going with the, to this game. Kind of good, too, because I don't know if Lamar is going to play. And uh, Rodgers still owns the Bears, who they played on Sunday night. I'm guessing he's going to own this game as well. I think the Packers aren't going to lose again this season, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I called my shot weeks ago. I'm sticking with it. Give me the pack. They never win the Super Bowl, Dan. They never actually win it. But I will say they are going to win this game, whether or not Lamar plays, because, I mean, how many defensive backs have the Ravens lost this season? It's like 100 they're down to the felt on those guys. And Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, he is playing mad, which is the best Aaron Rodgers. He's mad at us for judging him for do for lying to us. He is, a, yeah. he is an abusive <laughs> husband. And yeah. he's, he is also on my other fantasy team. And so I love it. I, I keep coming back to him. Pack. Let's pack uh, it. Oh, and also Sunday. update on this that we just found out about the uh, Lamar still not practicing, considered quote unquote day to day, which means he's out. Mm. That's what I, I don't know about day to day is a death sentence, man. You hate hearing it. Sunday night football. Al and Chris are going to be calling Saints at Bucks. You know what's great? I was thinking about this. Tom Brady threw his seven hundredth. Touchdown pass in a game-winning, sixty-yard overtime win in December football, and that barely cracks this week's news. Like that's a crazy ending to the game, and that's how insane the season's going. He's probably going to win MVP, and Kamara's back. Otherwise, this would probably be a one-sentence game because the Saints suck. So give it me is the Bucks. A one-sentence game. Bucks. The Bucks. And then the, the the most disgusting game on the slate, Vikings at Bears on Monday night. The Bears again? Get this team off my fucking TV. I hate watching the Bears. They're really probably the on the intrigue scale at the very bottom, other than watching Justin Fields, I guess. I mean, he was at least he was he was entertaining Sunday. Yeah, he'll throw a pick six, and then he'll throw a 60-yard touchdown. Fun. Yeah. I mean, god damn it. What if I pick the Bears here? What if we kissed at Soldier Field? Yeah, yeah. What if we kissed while I picked the Bears (laughs) to win a home game? Oh, my God. You know it's going to be close. Every Vikings game is close. Every yeah. ending of a Vikings game is Kirk Cousins throwing 40 passes in the fourth quarter. It's true. For some reason, because he's down, because it's because it's back and forth. Somehow it always works out that way. 
And Justin Fields looked like he could throw the ball. Give me the Bears, Jamal. I'll do what you can't do. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Or did you do Wow. I don't know. I got, like well, I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm picking the Vikings now. Yeah. You mean it was Bears, <laughs> baby, all alone on Bear Island. Yeah, oh, the, the Vikings, Vikings are going to lose. The Vikings are going to lose this game. It does. I don't care. I don't know how momentum works anymore. Was Justin Fields getting good at being quarterback just last Sunday, or will he continue to get better? Or was it just a one-time magic bullet? Did he have a Mario star, or did he have a mushroom? <laughs> He's going to get COVID. Nick Foles is going to start and win this game. I would love that. I'd love for Nick. No, I don't want Justin Fields to get COVID, but I want Nick Foles to have his day. That's. I know you do. It's Andy Dalton. I know you do. Yeah. Andy and him uh, have to get COVID. You know, I'm I'm changing my pick to the Bears. Oh wow! You can't say the word Nick Foles and then have me pick against the team he's on. So I, it's Andy the Bears. Dalton, though. If they show Nick Foles once, the Bears are winning. If they just show Get him off. on the sidelines. Get off Bear Island. I'll never. Bear Island is my island. Nope. Now Jamel's on Viking Island. <laughs> Sick. He's going to suffer a Viking funeral. Okay, let's get yep. to this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Danny, you're drowning in envelopes. Grab one of them bitches. I think you know where I'm grabbing it from. Hey, guys. Love the show. This is Spotify oh. Green Room. Oh, we know our sponsorship of your network is coming to an end, and you'll no longer be required to use our site, but we hope you'll do it anyway on your own time. It's true the engagement hasn't really skyrocketed like we thought it would, and most of the rooms are now hosted by what appeared to be, we're not sure, Mongolian people? Also, we didn't get as many NFL insiders as we thought, though I'm pretty sure Dan Orlovsky's nephew showed up once, we think. Mm. Anyway, we hope the next time you guys want to have a fun conversation about football among friends and the occasional rando who can barely talk and only knows about the Bengals, you'll do it with us. Please, we need you. We're all gonna get fired. Signed, Spotify Green Room. Man, when it wasn't locker room anymore, things changed. I wish I could have gone back in time and convinced the locker room people not to sell. Could have held on. I mean, to stay strong. Yeah. I'm just glad our Monday nights are free to do what we should have been doing: watching football. It's true. Uh, so who owns the the thing Clubhouse started? Is it now that Twitter Spaces? Like, where's the best place to do that sort of room? I guess Twitter Spaces is kind of the thing now. It's right. all a bad idea. Just get on the phone with your friends. <laughs> I don't need everyone to hear our conversation. That's what podcasting but is no, for. No, I need to get canceled in front of the public's eye. <laughs> what if I'm a nervous 22-year-old who wants to listen to his... Uh, his favorite celebrity talk about cryptocurrency. Well, then I've got the perfect <laughs> podcast for you. The Joe Rogan experience. Uh, hey, I got a letter here. Um, let me rip this thing open. It's from our old friend, Urban Meyer. Uh, this letter reads, I would like to extend my best wishes to all, even the haters and losers. Trevor Lawrence is not a sports hero. I like people who don't get sacked, okay? And Shad Khan, 
Shad's the biggest loser of all time. Look at the players he lets leave this team. Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Robin, or Allen Robinson, Calais Campbell. I could go on, but you get the point. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's a loser who begged to come back after I fired his ass. And the fake football media is filled with losers and suckers who have brain damage. But I never played, and my brain is doing just beautifully. My doctors say it's the most beautiful brain they've ever seen. Merry Christmas, Jacksonville, and God may God bless the United States of Florida. Signed, Urban Meyer. Wow. Sounding an yeah, awful lot right like time. another Florida resident. Who, uh, Charlie Ward? Care. Oh, oh. <laughs> what's, what's that smell? I was like, what Florida Gardner's residents are you talking about? I got gardeners okay. coming, so you might hear leaf blower. Rip open uh, your letter, quite, Jamel. That's quite all right. That got a holographic. It looks super futuristic. It's from um, the head of marketing at Long John Silver's. Ooh. Or at least that's how it looks. Hi, guy. This is from uh, Donald Clump. Oh, God. Head of marketing at Long John Silver's. Hey, guys. Love the show. Writing in from 12 months into the future, Long John Silver's is doing better than it ever has, and it's all thanks to you. Once Jamel won the season picks by 30 games, mm. and you gave him a $100 gift card to Long John Silver's, the photo that he takes in front of the Woodbridge location not only saved the Woodbridge location, it also saved the Dale City Mini Library and our 12 other locations up and down the eastern seaboard. Thank you guys so much. If you make it to where I am in time now, free hush puppies for life, gentlemen. And yes, mm. I do look like if Donald Trump was a clump. <laughs> oh, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, that's scary. I know. Uh, those hush puppies, though, are to use the parlance ah, of the yeah. young children of the era fire. Uh, also, they uh, do ah, have yeah. this thing. They have they have a thing. I think they call them barnacles or something, where they just basically t skim the oh, bottom yeah. of the fryer, so yeah. they give you little little pieces of of batter. That's yeah. You. So they, that's how they that's how they they cut overhead down. They don't ever pay to clean the fryers. We're just giving you the crispies. Yeah. Where's the nearest Long John's in Barstow? I think it's the one I know. Gotta of. be. I like those crispies. I love Long John Silver's. I'm alone on Long John Silver's Island. <laughs> uh, Danny, final thoughts on the week. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to our good pal, friend of the podcast, OJ Simpson. Uh, who mm. is officially, according to the state of Nevada, completely free. No longer on parole. He is a free man. He can move to anywhere he wants, and maybe he'll be in your yes. town. We've, we've totally got, forgiven him for murder of two human beings. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he has a pretty Exciting. good quote going around right now, too, about this uh, newfound freedom. And the quote oh, yeah, about reads, not going to California. Yeah, he said he he doesn't want to move to Los Angeles because he feels he may be sitting next to whoever did it. 
Yeah. Oh, I love this man. It's such yeah, an amazing bit. This. The commitment for 30 years has been so good. Yeah. Uh, Jamel, you got a final thought? Uh, my final thought is happy holidays again Aww. and again. Happy, happy Kwanzaa to all my hey. folks. That's nice. I have a, a final thought, and mine's. Uh, I just want to say that the Demarius Thomas news just really sucked because mm. I really liked watching that dude play, and I read this thing about him uh, quickly. Is that um, it said when he was eleven, his mom and his grandma were arrested on drug charges, and his mom was sentenced to twenty years in prison because she refused to testify against her own mother. So they got they both got life sentences. And Demarius Thomas had to live with his uncle, like for his entire life, and you know, kind of a beat the odds and all that kind of stuff. And it's just everybody says the most positive guy in the world. And then Barack Obama freed his mom and grandma because they were nonviolent drug offenders. We always talk about the pardonings that uh, Trump always gets all these headlines for pardon for pardons that he did, but Obama pardoned these two women that were Demarius Thomas's family. And so they're they're out, and um, you know I just that I thought that was an interesting story, and uh, that was just shitty news because uh, Thomas seemed like he was a fucking awesome dude. He was our age, so that always is weird. Uh, but yeah, Younger. that's my final thoughts on the week. What a bummer! Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, it's cool. I'm I'll probably throw on my Georgia Tech T-shirt now, and I'm not sorry about that. I'm sorry to end this way. 